What's up, fellow teens? You're listening to Jurgen at the only podcast about the secret life of the American teenager. I'm Sam Canning, and I tweet, and I think you should tweet. And I'm Jordan Canning. I'm going to take the good enough diploma t- test. God. I'm going to try to say that again. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to take the good enough diploma test. <laughs> we'll do the whole thing again. Yeah, let's try again. I'll do it one more time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have a better way to say that. Just say it. Oh, <laughs> I thought you said do the whole thing again. Why would like we do the whole oh, thing okay. again? Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And I'm your good enough diploma haver, Jordan Canning. Do you want to try that again? And I'm your good enough diploma haver, Jordan Canning. Do you want to try that again? And I'm your good enough diploma haver, Jordan Canning. Do you want to try that again? And I'm your... Do you want to try that again? No. Do you want to give that one more shot? Yeah. Here I go. Oh. 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 Are you dead? Oh, but Gangnam style. Hey, let's go. This is... Record a podcast. We're back. I'm... It's been a nice sabbatical. Jordan, I'm I'm so psyched to be back. Are you? Yes. Why? I don't it's know. Bad. No, I do know actually. Um, because it hit me mm-hmm. that we are officially we are in late season secret life. I know, right? We we're downhill. We are we're through it. Like, are we? Obviously, there's still gonna there's still gonna be some rough stuff at the start of the season. But as I remember from my f- initial viewing of the show all those years ago, like. It's just pretty fucking nonsense from here on out. Now, I like to hear the word nonsense, because when I hear nonsense, I think season one. <laughs> like season one, but without things. See, I had a weird experience today where I was in line at, at the fries, and I was like, wait a minute. I'm watching more Secret Life than I've ever watched before, because we're doing <laughs> the Circle Jerk right now. Mm-hmm, so I have to watch Secret Life twice a week, as opposed to once a week. Yeah. That's not great, dude. That's well. Uh, now, okay, hold on, hold on. Because yeah. you used to watch the episode twice every week. And so I was thinking about not. starting that again. Don't do that. Then you'd be watching three, three times as much, right? You mustn't. You don't know what you got till it's gone. It's just like Brenda says. Yeah, and those episodes that were called that, and it didn't make yeah. any sense that they were called that. No. Um. Before Let's we just... get into it, I want to talk about some some research I did. On the ratings of this here show, Secret Life of the American Teenager. High um, all the way through, I'm assuming. Hmm? That's why they gave it so many seasons. Five seasons is quite a lot for a television show. Right, because it got five billion viewers per episode. Yeah, from exactly, beginning to end. right? Right? Um, basically, what I was looking for uh, was sort of patterns or any... My, my specific thing I was looking for was, is there an episode with a huge drop after it? I'm and surprised always... that it wasn't season two ep- or season three, episode twenty six, or not to be. Well, that's well, that's the thing is every every season premiere, every mid season premiere, and every season finale has a spike. That's pretty standard for any yeah. show, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, other than that, the general pattern from the beginning to the end is it started around like four and a half million an episode, and then it just kind of slowly declines. It was pretty steady for season one, a little bit steady for season two. And then, or, and then it starts just dropping and dropping and dropping. People what didn't I was like looking season for was, three. Hmm? 
People didn't like season three? People did not care for season three. Hmm, but what I was looking why. for was, is there one episode where they lost a sizable portion of the audience from that episode? Was there? And I am very pleased to tell you that there is one episode that lost them about a million of their about two and a half million viewers. Ooh, boy. What episode is that? And how long I'm not going to tell you. There? Oh, boy. I, I would say, in fact, we've got a bit of a soup moment, too, on our hands. Hmm. I would like to see if you can, if when we get to the episode, can you guess that that was the episode that lost them so many viewers? <laughs> this episode's called, like, Amy hates America and kills the president. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to tell you what, I'm not going to tell you anything about it, except I will say it is in this season. Hell yeah. Is the soup moment in this season? I actually don't, don't remember. Okay, cool. Well, without further ado, let's dive in! Yes, this is season four, four episode, episode one. one. You said without further ado, but there is more ado. Uh, season four, episode one, When One Door Closes. Title watch. Uh, I think... Horrible. I'm not a fan. <laughs> really awful. It's basically a continuation of the season three finale, or not to be. Yeah, um, but I also feel like this is saying, like, when a door closes on Adrian's life, a window opens for Amy's life, is what it feels like to me. Sort of. I, I, we'll, we'll find out where they're going with that next episode, because the next episode, I assume, I'm pretty sure is titled Another One Opens, or oh boy. something like that. Um, basically, though, the, the, thing with, the thing with this episode is that it's about Adrian, who has just gone through such a horrible trauma of losing her baby, is now... Uh, I don't know if I'd say she's agoraphobic, but she basically is refusing to leave her she's home. She's like a shut-in, basically. Right, so the the door closing is uh, uh, twofold, both that it's the closing of the chapter of her life where she believed that she was about to be a mother, which is funny, and funny. also the, the door to her apartment closing because she can't bring herself to leave her home, which is also very funny. It's extremely funny, and we love And just to sort laugh. of a comedy about that. And she this likes episode to eat was written by Brenda thing. Hampton and directed by Keith Truesdell. And she likes to eat, Sam. She and likes that's to also eat. pretty funny. Um, well, she has that... horrible depression, so you yeah. can't hold that against her. I was, I know, that was, I was making a How... joke that the show... Anything from the previously on standout to you? I had two things. Mm, nothing, but before that, we have our, our uh, question of the week. How oh, was it? Eh, it's fine, I guess. It wasn't like aggressively bad but i feel like nothing is aggressively bad after the last episode i feel like there was there's some uh some some okay moments there were some there, pretty there bad were. moments i think that i would and and as always take this with a pound of salt because it is the, the secret life of the american teenager but i would say this was toward the top tier of secret life episodes it's definitely up there Just, it, it was it was eminently watchable for the most part there was some acting <laughs> there was there some was acting. Some there was reacting. some action. There was some. There was a couple of fights. A couple there was of comedy of and dance. There was comedy, drama, and dance. Tom Cruise was the in three it genres. I the three uh, genres. I think um, the the one thing that really kills this episode for me that that makes it unwatchable the the parts that are unwatchable I should say are that they are still somewhat riding the wave of the misery porn from the season finale. Yeah. And it's all directed at Adrian still, obviously. Yeah. But I think they I think they, they do honestly, I would say they do a decent job with sort of the, the central uh thing of this episode is Ben and Adrian are grieving. Amy and Ricky's relationship is the best it's ever been, and just sort of dealing with 
the, the contrast dis- of yeah. that and what it means for for Their the four of them as individuals and the two relationships. I think they honestly handle that pretty well. I feel like I don't know if this is just me, but it feels to me like this season four is sort of setting itself up to be about the these four people. Like Grace's pl- plot is maybe going to take a backseat. I don't know if that's true. Well, Grace doesn't exist anymore. Grace doesn't exist in this episode. She's not here, <laughs> but she's allegedly coming back. But the way they're like, like Ricky later in the episode is like, oh, the the people are going to be watching us for that made it seem like <laughs> the viewers is, are going is... to be watching the four of us and not not Grace or maybe Grant either. Ashley's uh. going to be out of the picture forever, apparently. So. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. All right, let's go. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. So you had something to talk about with the previous The song. only two things I wanted to say about uh, the previous song is they talked about Tom's lady that he met on the bus, which I kind of forgot about. And then Jeff loving Africa, the country. And I was like, well, I guess I guess Tom is getting married and Jeff is leaving Kathleen, so. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not going to confirm either of those, but yes, that is the situation of the show right now. So no. we begin at, uh, we're at Ricky's apartment, Amy is here, and he's being very handsy, so I think it's Sam, safe got, to say they've say done I'm, the deed. I'm worried. John, John's getting pr- pretty old, I don't know how much, uh, I think he might, I think he might be dying soon, he's getting pretty old. <laughs> I'm worried uh, he, about the boy. He does look very old, he like walks in and he's talking. He's like, yeah, like, we joke about John talking, but this boy, this boy's vocal now, he's talking. He is talking. He's like, he's like, let's go, mommy. I mean, I always love, I always love the fact that like when a season passes, everyone gets older. So like two months have passed, but Amy and Ricky now look like they're in their mid, like, or they're like early twenties. Yeah. They're in their mid eighties. I mean, John, it's, it's clear that John is like three now. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so it it is two two months later is what it actually is. Yeah, Ricky and uh, Amy are all over each other. They've been she's they been say the very over. normal establishing line of I can't believe we slept over here again. Yeah, it's been it's been it's, it's been, been two weeks or two months. I mean, eight weeks. Yeah, uh, since um, the last episode. Yeah, oh, Amy and this... says she loves sleeping over here. She says I love sleeping over here, but it makes the mornings a little crazier. And then Ricky and the goes, makes the nights too. crazier too. Wow. So you know that they're fucking. They're fucking now. It really made it seem like they had sex the first time that night after they saw Ben and Adrian's baby die. Which they might have just they might have just been making out, maybe do some uh... some light hand play, arm play, <laughs> some some light foot fencing, play. some light fencing, uh, maybe a little bit done, of boxing, done a little bit of a discus. I think they might have thrown a, a discus or two. Jordan, what what is sex? Uh, what do you what do you do? Hold on, what do you do for sex? Uh, I, I don't actually know. You. Um, I think okay, I think the girl puts her boob on your balls, okay, and then okay. I think that's a baby, very uh, a baby jumps out of a cake and says, "It's very cis heteronormative of you, but okay." Oh, that's what my middle school friends told me. Oh, um, and as we all know, that's where, that's where it begins and ends. Middle school, yeah. Um, My brain can't comprehend anything more complicated than what I learned when I was 12. Yeah, anyway, exactly. Uh, so Ricky says that Amy should move in, and I'm so excited for next episode when he fakes his own death to get out of it. <laughs> no, this is, this is, we promise good Ricky now. I'm just kidding. But it sure seems like at this episode where he's just like, come on, Amy, you got to move in. I really love it genuinely for real. Now, I even dropped out of college that I was going to so I could move in and live with you. He didn't say that. He didn't say that. But Amy's like, okay. I basically established two things about Ashley. Ashley's leaving. 
she a she is officially dating toby i guess yeah because he's her boyfriend and she's leaving forever hopefully they are they are doing the cross-country road trip that they had talked about Anne says that this is a very good way for her to learn about our great nation was Anne in in this, in this episode? No, she wasn't. Anne and George were not. Neither of them. She said were it off camera. That's yeah, the thing. <laughs> is oh, that's what I was going like to say. Like so many this. things, they have to have that conversation off camera because there's no way that they could show Same the conversation like, where Anne is convinced that this is a great Amy idea. Amy and Ricky had more character growth off camera than they've ever had on the show. Where like you get back from season three and they're just like, Ricky is committed. He's ready to move in with Amy. Right. Amy refers to Ricky as more than a boyfriend, but less than a husband, and that they're a family. Like, and he's cool with that. He's super cool with it, and he's like, I would ne- like, he's like, I wouldn't cheat on Amy. I love her, and it's that's like the, they had so much growth off screen that they couldn't that's the bother thing to that write. Gets me is I feel like I feel like such a is such a, a significant part of a of a teen drama romance, especially like this where it's like. It's the father of her baby, and it's her first boyfriend because Ben doesn't count. No, <laughs> I feel like I feel like there's so much significance to uh, uh, the the actual growth of the relationship. So let's they didn't just father. Pre- press fast forward on that one and skip ahead. Ricky to the owns good part a click remote, over. and he just fast forwarded his own growth and development as a person. Yeah, now he's old and now he's dies old and he has because Adam Sandler is but he like fucking weird as he hell like and slow makes very questionable choices for his comedy films. But then he like as he's dying he like sees a woman running and he presses slow motion don't spoil the end of click a lot of people haven't seen it yet (sighs) it's so epic dude so ricky Um, uh says that it's he's like oh it's crazy for two 16 year old high school graduates to drive across the country and amy's like well maybe but we're in high school and we have a kid and we're talking about moving in together which uh fair point fair point but also they've been dating for a while i guess and also they have a kid together Ricky says uh, that he wants the three of them to be a family for real. He wants her to move in. He's like, it <laughs> okay, feels Ricky, right. Sure. It feels right. I'm ready. And Amy's like, yeah, all right. And when Ricky talks about commitment, I get scared, Sam. But but this is the this is the thing though, is like if if that was where it ended, that would be fine. If Amy's like, yeah, all right, let's do it. But then Ricky goes, now, right now, today. Do it. I'm not just ready for a commitment. I'm impatient for a commitment, Amy. I've been waiting all season off camera to to make this (laughs) commitment that I will probably break within the next two to three episodes. Yeah, what are the odds that that this season's drama is the same thing as last season where they stretch out will they have sex to the entire season, except this one is... Will they move in together? I guess well, it was only half the season. They only it was getting... only half the season. I think it's not will they move in. It's I think is Ricky ready to make this commitment? Well, he already did. Well, he already and did. We but know. you know, you know, when Ricky makes a commitment, he never undoes it. So that's right. So he's he's like, why you seem kind of hesitant, Amy? Like, what's up? And she says it seems insensitive to Adrian and Ben. Uh, Ricky this says that me... she shouldn't feel guilty about being happy, which is good advice. Yeah. And then he activates his one thousand times sensitive face overdrive. <laughs> He just pulls it off his his like eyebrows like they sort of peel off the side of his head and his like they, his lip they, sticks uh, out ten feet in front of him as he as he makes the face and like the light is blinding Amy as she looks at sensitive face. Ricky. His eyebrows angled down from the center so intently that they go around and become angry <laughs> eyebrows. His eyebrows are just in a perpetual state of rotating. They're just over, spinning. They're just pinwheel eyebrows. <laughs> now, the funny thing about this episode is that Ricky is telling Amy, like, 
yeah, what happened to Amy or Adrian and Ben is horrible. And as their friends, you know, it's okay to feel bad for them and be there for them. But don't let that get in the way of your own happiness. Don't make yourself sad just mm-hmm. because your friends are sad. That's a good piece of advice, right? Yeah. If only the rest of the characters on the show felt that way. Because be for the rest of the episode, everyone is just like, you can't be happy, Amy, because Adrian and Ben are sad, and it's unacceptable for you to be happy. Right. Ugh. It sucks, I mean, because, like, because like, yeah, sure, characters can be wrong about things, but if you're showing a show to teens that is like, if you're happy when your friends are sad, all your friends are going to be Clap mad at hand. you. Oh, sorry, I, what? I misunderstood where you were going oh, with that. I was saying, if, if you're telling teens, if you're happy when your friends are sad, Clap all your, your friends will get it. <laughs> All your friends are going to get really mad at you. So, uh, yeah. Oh, also, Ricky, uh, Ricky Ben tells is on screen it. for about 10 seconds before I yelled out loud. Uh, what, what was it that made you yell out loud? Well, uh, he's like, hey, Adrian, do you want to come to school with me today? And she says, no, it's fine. I told you I'll probably just end up taking the GED like Ashley. And he goes, the good enough diploma. <laughs> Fuck you. I made a, I'm making a jerk off motion right now. Fuck you, yeah. Ben. Like, I know that I, I, one thing that we need to be really clear about here is that Ben is also going through the same shit, Adrian. Yeah. It's not exactly the same shit, but the same, he's he's suffering. He's grieving. Um, and he, he's grieving, Mm -hmm. and I respect that, but he, I, I don't, I don't like the way that he's trying to guilt Adrian. No, not at all. I mean, the thing is, he, he does, he does give her some, Kind of, he he does give her some good advice because he he yeah he's telling states, her to like because because basically as we said earlier Adrian's plan is she doesn't want to talk to anyone she doesn't want to go out she doesn't want to go to school and she she specifically wants to lock herself in and just be depressed basically mm-hmm. and like we've gone we've all gone through that there's you know it sucks it's not great mm-hmm. but the fact that Ben is telling her to like get out and see people that she likes and go to school and try to feel a little normal is good advice genuinely. Mm, but the yeah, the the advice isn't isn't exact as is my as much my issue as the way that he's giving it. No, but the way he's his, giving it is his bad. Credit, to his credit, he acknowledges that he doesn't. doesn't he, he's not the person who can help her. Yes, he. What he's basically saying is you should continue seeing our therapist which yes. of course is dr fields at his there's only uh, one his practice ken fields the only therapist in grill no there's two therapists ken fields and fern fern gully she doesn't exist anymore oh you're right fuck also um, knowing this show she's probably like a partner his his yeah she's his, true his or they've sort of fused <laughs> he is he has uh, absorbed her. fern yeah they've assimilated yeah um uh, so he's, he, Ben is going to be going to dinner at his dad's tonight, and he's she also doesn't going want to, to be around today. anyone, and I wonder how this tension will affect their marriage. Just kidding, I don't. They'll, <laughs> They're married. They I, you always get, never forget that these teens are married and have a condo. Yeah. Uh, if only they had had a condom that didn't have a hole in it, you fucking idiots. Also, Why? I don't think we're going to talk about I'm never, it, but... I'm sorry, I'm never going to get over the fact that sex-experience queen Adrian, the condom broke. And she, she was on a new birth like, control, and she was like, that's fine. That's fine. That um, is also, so out of character. Fuck them for this entire plot. It doesn't make any sense. You better believe that uh, Adrian and Ben do talk about very sad things about their baby that we will not be repeating on this yep. show. Um, uh, yeah, so Ben... I, the, the, the one thing that I'll say, and I'm sorry this is a bummer, 
is that this is where we do establish that it's been eight weeks because just to give you a little peek into what the show is like that we're not giving you uh adrian is sobbing that she would have been eight weeks old today and that's just yes what their entire thing is like for this episode yeah anyway anyway um ben suggests he called dr otavi mother um doctor sorry dr otavi woman woman, um to get her antidepressants and uh adrian is like don't forget, Ben, I'm seeing a handsome, sexy boy, Dr. Otavi, not Dr. Otavi woman. Right. Deal even with it. At this, even in all of this shit, he still, still is trying to talk to, like, to Dr. Otavi, man, because he thinks that she's he's going to, like, fucking seduce his wife at now of all times. Yeah, that's – Ben is still Ben. He's yeah. grieving, but he's still Ben. Yeah. Uh, Adrian says that uh, – she's like, you can keep going to Dr. Fields, but – there's nothing anyone can say to me that is going to make this better and then he says the correct thing of counseling isn't about saying the thing that that fixes it it's about gradually helping you to live with it and that's true and therapy is a process and you're not not you go go one one session and feel like you've had a huge breakthrough but over time it can help you work through things and that's what adrian needs and that's what everyone needs but it's also what adrian refuses to do yeah so she gets really mad at him and then she says to go to school she says you do, do you do what you need to do i'm gonna do what i need to do and what i need to do is quote watch the last year of oprah and eat what i feel like eating and go in the nursery and look at her crib and imagine what she would look like and what she would be wearing and what she would be doing and then ben says i don't think it's healthy to hang out in the nursery adrian and she says what are you saying i'm fat what 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 i wrote that in too what funny well when i think what i think see i think that adrian like her brain blanked when she said the rest of that and when he said that sounds unhealthy uh she was talking about that he she thought he was talking about the food right like like if he if he if he had said i don't think that's healthy then are you saying i'm fat would have made sense as a line that would have still been very bad yeah but <laughs> well this show loves to body shame now that's a new thing that it's that so four comedy secret life does and then we go to see cindy and ruben and ruben hey ruben not starting out pretty strong today buddy Just ruben's all over the place what is ruben ruben suggests well to help he says Adrian. he says i don't see what's such a bad why it's such a bad idea it would get her out of the house and i'm like oh my goodness godness what are you telling adrian and what is ruben? what does cindy say uh um cindy basically says that going to visit the baby's grave is not gonna help adrian bye ruben thanks ruben what is wrong with you ruben ruben come on adrian we'll get you out of the house get some fresh air while we're there you can see ben's mom's grave and and leah will tell you how you and ben will be leah, together yeah forever. leah will say to you hey getting pregnant means that you'll have that baby forever god and i know this while standing on your baby's grave um cindy tells uh ruben that maybe she should he should run it by ken Ken fields before they do that because that seems like it might make adrian a lot worse yeah so ken fields can confirm that that's a horrible idea i'm not gonna let her see ken fields ruben Um, says uh he's like i i don't think that i can do anything for adrian i'm i'm her father you're her mother and this is a mother-daughter thing he blames cindy for her feeling so bad he it's blames just like her. george said you get your driver's license from your dad and your, and your mom first tampon is from your for mom. grief counseling oh, when right. you lose your baby when you lose your baby um cindy says that they she doesn't think that they as her parents can make her feel better and all they can do is give her the time she needs and tell her that they love her and then she says all right reuben i need to go back to work i've been off work for a very long time and he, and he says, says women don't belong in the work i mean he says how can he you basically go to work at a time that. like this 
look, Cindy, I need to go to work and you need to stay Literally, at home. Literally, so- he's like about to leave for work and he's... <laughs> He tells her to quit her job. He tells her to quit her job. What it's, is this she, winning boy? He's she such took a, winner. a month off uh, to be with Adrian. She also says that she worked extremely hard to save up money so she could afford to take a month off. Yeah, they don't have a joint checking account. Which no. I mean, Ruben won't really let her have any of his money because you know um, you can't trust women with credit cards. Am I right? Well, All right, fellas. And uh, yeah, she's like, I took a month off. I have to go back to work. Which, which, by the way, doesn't make any sense because it's two months later. So I, whatever. Uh, yeah, whatever. He's, don't worry he's, about he it. He tells her to quit her job, and she's like, "Fuck off!" And she goes to work. And now I, I don't like to but do this. Says, to his credit, mm-hmm. Ruben then does what Cindy said he should do. He calls Adrian, and he says, "Hey, Adrian, like, I just want you to know I love you, and I'm, I'm always here to talk. Or if you want to hang out, I can come over or whatever, whatever you need." And she says. I don't need you. Please leave me alone. But yeah, I love you too. Bye. Um, Adrian is eating a big box of donuts when when he calls her. I don't remember why I brought that up. Never mind. That doesn't matter. It's comedy. Oh yeah, but oh yeah, right. Because Ben comes back in and he's like, "I'm sorry that I left on such a sour note. I just wanted to let you know that I love you before I go to class." And then Adrian says that having everyone worry about her is a burden. Mm-hmm. And, she, and uh, on top of losing her baby, she doesn't need then that. Then he gives her the worst, I think maybe the worst thing he could say here. Yeah, he this says, is this is the thing. Maybe everyone wouldn't worry about you if you gave them some kind of sign that you're feeling better. <laughs> and then Adrian says, I don't want to feel better, which... Like, what was he think? Was she... Yeah. She's clearly not feeling better. Like, what Come is, on, he, Adrian. Is give he us telling a smile. her to lie and pretend, that, like, put on a smiley face mask? Come on, Adrian. Can you laugh for me? Ugh. You look Race so beautiful. guys are gonna smiling. clear up. Put on God, a happy uh, face. Um, God, he probably did that at some point, didn't he? No, he definitely um, didn't. Ben, ben leaves, and then he takes a funny donut on his He way takes out. a funny donut. And funny. now we go to Tom, and we establish that his situation is that his girlfriend and her kids are talking with him about moving into the guest house. And, and Kathleen, Kathleen hates... Here's the thing about Kathleen. Well, why did... What, what's... If, if she had to give a list of reasons that this is not a good thing... She's on welfare... Okay, number one. First Poor. things first. Bad. Poor parentheses bad. I mean, the rest is just gravy. Yeah, she's got two kids. Tom has a good job, so... Whatever. You know she's what, on poor welfare. Pe- she's on welfare. welfare. You can't trust... You, you know, that means she made some terrible life decisions if she's poor. You can't Why trust a woman like that. she pull herself up from her bootstraps? Come on. It's the American dream. Uh, yeah, so fuck Kathleen. Fuck Kathleen. If it fuck makes... Off. If it f- fixes anything, Kathleen... I, gets, I do believe she's a Republican now. Oh, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, she's just like... Actually, I don't know. That's a perfectly neoliberal opinion to have. That's also true. Yeah, not like Democrats don't think that people on welfare are lazy. Also, yeah. Why don't our means just... test Rachel? <laughs> so Look, Kathleen if Rachel says doesn't have Tom, money to afford healthcare, she probably doesn't can deserve divorce to live. him and get half his money. And he says, "Whatever." Then I still have half my money left. And he, she says, "You would give half your money to this woman just to be close to her?" And he says, "Yes." He says that they're not going to have sex. He, he just. He just likes it being with her. Yeah, he says they're not going to have sex. And then she says, you'd want to be with someone who wouldn't have sex with you? And he says, I've heard it happens a lot, even here in this house. <laughs> Jeff is not in America. Jeff is not in America, but also Jack is in the house, too. Sam. Jack in the house. Jack and Jack and Jack and Jack and in the house. Um, Kathleen. Yeah, Jeff's in Africa in the country. No, that's in the Just Say Me episode. Oh, right. Um, what? 
I lost my place. I lost my place in my notes. I'm sorry. <laughs> Tom leaves. Jack shows up, and Kathleen says, "Hey, Jack, you've you've been around Rachel more than I have. What's what's her deal?" And well, she's... I mean, from my point of view, I think it's pretty obvious that she's using him for his money and stability, uh, fi- financial stability, certainly not emotional stability, because he's a horrible person with a horrible yeah. He's a very bad person. And uh, Kathleen tells Jack that if Rachel does move in, then he. <laughs> He, he can, can still stay live in the there. actual house with them. Quote, don't be silly. Don't be silly, Jack. It's only for a year. It's uh, it's totally fine to move into for to you, ex. Grace's ex, to move into the house. Why don't you sleep under Grace's bed, Jack? That way you can <laughs> in fact, listen you can to share her. a bed. That's not silly. Yeah, just crawl in there, snuggle uh, up to her. Ugh. Oh, this is um, this is cool, by the way, because Kathleen has made a few comments about how J- uh, Jeff is in Africa. Oh yeah, and, and Grace is there too. We established that Grace uh, has gone to Zimbabwe. Jack, she's getting Jack, there. By the week. way, Jack says that this Grace is, is in Zimbabwe for two weeks, and Kathleen continues to exclusively refer to it as Africa. Africa, and then Jack is like, "I hope Grace is okay. I hear that Africa's dirty. They've got parasites there that lay eggs yeah, in your I brain." I didn't write that shit down. Forgot oh, about that. Sorry, I need I needed you all to know that Jack said all that good stuff about Africa, the country of Zimbabwe. Um, God. don't trust the people. They'll kill you. Um, this show really loves Africa, the country, except for Jeff, the, who actually loves Africa. The, the homogenized, whatever. The, they all speak one language there, right? African? Yeah. I, I, I believe that if you go to Africa, uh, any part of it, you'll find that they all speak the language African. And no matter where you go, you will get parasites that lay eggs in your brain. South Africa certainly doesn't have like 11 official national languages. No, 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 no. It's one um, homogenized culture that you can just refer to any part of it as Africa and it's fine. Yeah. Uh, now we're with Amy and Ashley in this scene. Is Ooh, I hated this one. Amy says goodbye to Ashley, and Ashley... Don't let the door hit you on the... All right, Ashley, bye. I'll see you around. And Ashley goes, don't let the door hit you on the butt on your way out. I like how she had to add in the butt. Like, like, don't let the door hit you on the way out isn't already a phrase. She had to add the butt part. Don't let the door punch you in the face on your way out. Don't let the door kick your ass on the way out. Just like, remember that time that guy... Don't let the door beat the shit out of you on your way out. (laughs) Say it. Um, (laughs) Ashley says... Oh, Ashley, by the way, doing her her classic Ashley activity... Don't let the door throw a football at your nuts on the way out. <laughs> um, Ashley is doing her classic activity that she does all the fucking time, which is making a PB&J. And when Amy is leaving, she's like, this is maybe the last time you ever see me, which, oh, please, please, Marshall, please, never did again. You just, did you just strangle your microphone? No, I accidentally bumped it because I was clasping my hands in prayer to Marshall. Um, anyway, Amy's like, oh, I guess that's true. You may, you know, be written off the show. India Isley may have other things to do. So she, like, walks up to Ashley to give her a hug, and Ashley threatens her with a, a butter knife. She, like, points the knife at her. This is the thing. Uh, I think that, um, Ashley's response, while unnecessarily, uh, rude, if, if she hadn't rejected the hug, I would have been like, oh, okay. Because Amy's just, like, running out the door, like, all right, bye, Ashley, enjoy your trip, and... I think that that's reasonable for Ashley to be like, uh, hey, is that the goodbye that I get? Look, Amy, but then I've Amy been goes in your life making you miserable for the past so. three seasons of this show. Are you really going to leave me and be, like, mad at me when you leave? Just to make sure you love me when I leave, let me tell you this. I can't believe you're happy right now while Adrian and Ben are so sad. I'm going to make you feel guilty about being happy, Amy. 
Um, she does say that, and it's bad. Um, I have a, I have a, I think a quick interjection that uh-huh. is completely off topic, but we uh-huh. need to talk about it. What? And I'm so sorry to completely derail the podcast. Is this about Joe? This is about Joe. Can we talk about Joe at the end? Because I have an ask that is a good segue for it. Okay, perfect. As long as we remember to bring it up yes, again. Yes, it's in the asks. Don't worry. Okay, okay. So Amy says something to Ashley, though, that is very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Ashley says this this might be the last time you ever see me. And Amy Alive. says, considering what happened two months ago, you probably shouldn't say stuff like that. Yeah. And that's when Ashley is like, oh, suddenly you're so sensitive. You've been living with Ricky. Well, she sees sensitive face all the time and, you know, it's going to rub off on her. But well, like, uh, yeah, Amy's yeah. living with her boyfriend and you're about to go on a road trip across America with yours. And Adrian was supposed to be your best friend for five minutes. So fuck off. Yeah. What are you doing? That's the thing. It's like. You don't get to be happy, Amy, because your friends are grieving. I mean, so they're my friends too, I guess, but I wasn't even at her baby shower. I didn't she even get invited. Shower, and I'm never going to forget that. That's the funniest thing. Um, anyway, Amy says like, oh yeah, well, in this time, I'm, I'm happy because I realized how much I love Ricky. And then Ashley says, I want to know the truth, the dark truth. <laughs> yeah, she said, I, I want the truth, no matter how dark. <laughs> like, she, th- okay, I am ready? the night. Ready. <laughs> Yeah, this is her name is Ashley Darkstar, and she's of the night. Do you want to know what Ashley's brain theory is? She thinks that Adrian and Ben might split up, and she might come back to and and Adrian might come back to Ricky, and you're moving in with Ricky because you're afraid you're gonna lose him to Adrian, who he still loves. Isn't you know that cool, right, though? Amy? What that? Because that's pretty epic. Is that Ashley's cool epic monologue theory is identical to the theory of Ken Fields? It is. I mean, you know, they're always hanging out together. They both read the script. Oh, and then fucking Ashley just slam dunking her way into the garbage can on her way out. Um, it's just like, Amy's like, no, I love Ricky and I want to be with him. It doesn't matter if Adrian, oh, Adrian and Ben aren't going to break up, says Amy. And then she later- says that if anything, this will bring them closer together, which is Ooh. a fucking wild thing Ooh. to say, Amy. Okay. But after that, she's just like, well, I love Ricky and I want to be with him and we want to be together, even if Ben and Ricky or Ben and Adrian break up. And then Ashley's like, yeah, you, you want to improve society, yet you participated. I mean, sorry. She's just like, so now it's not whether Adrian and Ben stay together because seconds ago you said they would, but now you're talking about them splitting up. I see a flaw in your logic brain, oh foolish God, one. Shut up. <laughs> I'm then, going to sow the seeds of doubt in your relationship, Amy, because I hate then- you. After that, yeah, she on on her way out the door, she's sowing seeds of doubt. But now, once she finishes sowing the seeds, she gets she has a completely unearned, sincere moment. She she turns around and she's just switched to another face, and yeah. she's just like, "I hope you stay happy, Amy," and I mean that. I I honestly thought that she was being sarcastic at first, but no, she is not. Yeah. She's sincere. She I'm is sincere. sincerely telling Amy that. She Why would you doubt she that happy? she's not being sincere, because Sam? Ashley, what made you? And, oh yes. And then Amy says, "I hope you get happy, Ashley." I mean that. And then they hug. And then now this is the thing. The, this sincere moment, I give them no credit for no, because of, of everything not. Ashley did right no, before that. Yeah. But I will give them credit for this last line between the two of them, which I thought was actually pretty decent for eh. for this show. Eh. Amy goes, safe eh. travels. Eh. And Ashley says, safe sex. No, here's why. What does Ashley do to Amy constantly? Is she constantly shames Amy for having a baby. Yes. Now, to me, this is the last thing that Ashley ever says to Amy. And I will, <laughs> I will, I will assume this until proven otherwise. I'm not just saying in the show, I mean that Amy never sees Ashley again or mentions her again. 
So the last thing Ashley does before she vanishes forever is be like, don't forget, Amy, I think you're foolish for having a baby in high school. That's that that's is, what that is an angle I hadn't considered. That's her goodbye. And I hate Ashley and I hope she never is seen again. I do um, think just writing wise, I think that that's a little clever. Eh. And then <laughs> Fair enough. and then I, I, I was completely unimpressed. I'm sorry. If this show really made you think safe travels. Safe sex is a pretty clever line. I'm I'm very sorry. I'm so sorry that this show did <laughs> said, that to I, you. I specifically said for this show. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Yeah, what artful writing and directing from Brenda. Yeah. That was Brenda. Um, she wrote that line. So now anyway, we're in the hallway. Hey, hey, the, you, you, I don't like your girlfriend. The they only place actually... that exists at this school anymore. They, yeah. they they tore down the gym and then they also tore down all the classrooms. Yeah. And it's just okay. a series of hallways. Hey, did like you notice that they referred to the counselor multiple times in this episode as just the counselor and not Miss O'Malley? What was <laughs> up with not, that? <laughs> she's actually not in this episode, which is weird because they talk about They talk about her a her. lot, but they don't say Miss O'Malley. I don't know if that's because, like, people are joining it and it's been a while, so they're not going to be like, let's go to Miss O'Malley's office. They're like... But well, I I can tell you, having looked at the stats, people were certainly not joining in. <laughs> Do you think maybe, you know, perhaps we'll get a new, a new one, another one? I I already know in my brain whether there is a new counselor ever in the show... I'm not going to tell you. Hooray. But, yeah, I don't I'm know, back. It's it, me, Dr. Big. I was fired from the Big Bang Theory. Um, it's, it's possible that there may have been, like, some, some, uh, dispute, some lack of clarity as to whether, uh, Counselor O'Malley would be returning this season. So they no just didn't want to say yeah. her name. Uh, anyway, Ricky sees Amy and they do, like, a, one of those famous over choreographed kisses where they, like, they, like, be grab it. Yes. Yeah, it's bad. It's like, can you just, like, like that like a normal person they love each other she talks more she they talk more about moving in she says amy's just she gonna grabbed... ghost her parents because george is in palm springs visiting his son and amy's just gonna leave without telling she's well, like david's son but yeah david's oh that's right i'm sorry it was david could you could it have been josh nash i think it son? probably well it definitely isn't josh are you sure because if it could have been david's that it, it could have <laughs> equally guess, been josh right. nash's it is son. as possible for it to be David's exactly for the odds josh's. are equal because it couldn't have been. Um, so Amy's just like, Ricky's like, so did you check with your parents? And she's like, well, my dad's in Palm Springs, so I don't need to check with them. I'm just going to move out. Yeah, we, cool, we didn't Amy. really mention it. But yeah, that, that's sort of their plan is like they don't want there to be like a, a huge drama thing with her parents. They're just like, I, you've already been staying here like most nights. Most like a lot of your stuff is already here. You only need to like. I mean, grab legally, that's not how it works, though, right? Amy's not 18 yet. She can't just no. move out without her parents' Whatever. permission, right? If they Whatever. wanted her to come back, they got they'd married just make... without their parents' permission. Who gives a shit? They're not uh, married. Her and they... Ben weren't married either. Shut up. They both. I mean, they thought that they could. Is what what I'm That's saying. True. Uh, they both seem very relaxed about this. I know, uh, right? It's kind of nice which... to see Ricky like being normal it about or nice. like, chill about something. And I can't wait until next episode when he burns down the apartment to get out of it. He he's like Adrian. Sad. I need to be there for her. Um, I, he, there's going to be a flashback to, if, if you know, that there's got to be some way I can get out. Can, can you yeah. tell me not to, that you won't let Amy live bunny, here? Like, no, bunny, bunny, can live here. Leo, like, I need you to kick me out. I need Leo, you to I kick got, me out of the, I quit. I need you to drive me to the nearest volcano. <laughs> Nora, can you move in? I don't want Amy to be here and I need to tell her it's occupado or no, 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 no. He'll be like, oh yeah, I thought you were living here this whole time, Amy. Oh, it's just because Nora looks just like you. Okay, so uh, Amy says that the two of them should tell Adrian about it, which they don't need to do. They nope. do not need to do that. Nope. 
I don't um, know why. I don't know why. This is the thing, because, like, yes, Amy, you're allowed to be happy when it, your friend's sad, but you don't need to tell your friend about it. I don't, like, her, you're, she's married. Adrian is married to Ben. But you what, really what don't. They, what they settle on is what I agree with, by the way, that it doesn't need to be a secret. No. But don't, don't just, like, hit Adrian up, like, hey, just so you know, I'm moving in with Ricky. Like, that's weird. But if, if they're talking and she's like, how's it going? And you're like, oh, it's good. I'm moving in with moving Ricky. With like, Ricky. that's totally fine. And you that is what they s- settle on, which I appreciate. Yeah. Hey, Sam, how mad would you be if a previously on in a future episode showed that kiss between Amy and, or Adrian and Ricky where she's just like, what if there's more? That would make me so mad because it'd be like, they oh both, god, they both make god. I loved that kiss face. I loved that kiss face when they kissed and they loved it. Um, that would be pretty rough. Anyway, um, Amy, uh, Amy said tells Ricky that that he may have she may have let slip that they had sex, and for some reason Ricky cares, which I didn't really understand. Yeah, um, yeah. I think <laughs> I I I like the way that they established that though mm-hmm. because. Uh, Ricky's like, how does whether we're having sex come up in conversation? And Amy just goes, you're kidding, right? Like, like Ricky, you know what show this is, right? They, can you talk about anything else besides sex? This is, um, this is nice, though, because this is where they establish that Amy and Adrian have been, like, talking yeah. on the phone regularly. Thanks, and Amy. become friends off camera, which is whatever. But I, I do like that. Ricky um, says a bad line that I didn't like. Where he's 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 not he's apathetic to the idea of of uh, Ricky, Amy, Ben, and Adrian all being friends because they're like each other's exes. And he says, That's "I don't know what apathy is." Sorry, he's not apathy. He's a, he's unenthusiastic. He doesn't like it. Yeah, he's a yeah. That's what I meant. He's like, I don't want this. He says it's a foursome. I don't want to form some kind of foursome with these people. Didn't like that. Can they please just for the love of Christ close the book? On both Amy and Ben and Ricky and Adrian, because both of those relationships were so that's, bad. That's not what he's saying, though. But he, what was he saying? What he's saying, and I, I completely agree with it. I think that what what he's saying isn't like, we don't need to have this weird, like, nebulous me and Adrian, you and Ben, but also weird dating the people we're dating or married to in this case. What he What he's saying is, we, this is my relationship with you and Ben's relationship with Adrian, not... My relationship with you and Ben's relationship with Amy, with Adrian and our relationship with each other as couples. He's saying we are us. They are them. It does. It doesn't need to be a mess like that. Yeah. And I, I guess that, that this show has kind of broken my brain where I'm like, well, yeah, it's <laughs> going to be a mess like that. It's this show. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, though, is that's that's what I uh, air quotes liked about this episode is that I think They've kind of where they land with with that sort of relationship between their relationships i think is very uncharacteristically mature yeah the fact that like last season they were just constant jesus christ we're like 46 minutes in holy shit uh stop time stamping <laughs> sorry, with minutes i'm just saying god i we... edit out 20 minutes an episode of you okay. of you being right and me being wrong um yeah anyway Oh, Amy. Amy says, "Oh, I'm moving in tonight. You want me to? You want me to bring something home from dinner, or should I bring? Should I cook? Which remember when Amy was a funny bad cook? That's that was funny. Really fun. And but it's fine. They're probably just going to pick something up at Jeff's yeah, the only exactly. bar and grill, or the butcher shop that they live above. Whatever. And then uh, they they start doing. Uh, they they kind of do some like, oh, see you at home, and hey. they're like really psyched about and that. And then That's Amy nice. like turns around, and Ben is just like jump scare in the corner. <laughs> it freaked me out a little bit." I honestly, though, thought that this interaction between Amy and Ben was not terrible. No, it was fine. I was cool with it. Ben was not being creepy. He was yeah, just, like, uh, being she asked concerned him how about he's doing, his wife. And he's, he's like, uh, 
He's like, I'm I'm fine, Amy, and please stop asking me that because you know I'm always going to say I'm fine even when I'm not. And she's like, okay, I'm sorry about that, Ben. And he's like, I, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have snapped at you. And I'm, I'm like impressed because that's the kind of rude shit that Ben would do to her normally. But yeah. in this context, I'm just like, okay, good job, Ben. Uh, he, he asks Amy if she can come over after school today and just Talk like try to, to spend some time with Adrian. And since Grace is not around specifically yeah because she's in uh africa and uh ben's ben's like can you maybe can you maybe try to like talk talk to her about like going back to her therapist or something and amy says i don't give adrian advice we just talk about whatever and i think that's good because I, i that honestly was like a huge relief to me to hear because like knowing knowing that adrian is like in touch with someone that she's just chatting with i yeah, think that's is good. really if if that wasn't happening i would be a lot more worried for her yeah like it's it's been 2 months since the horrible thing and she's like talking with a friend regularly on the phone yeah i think she could be doing a lot worse uh, that's fair um yeah. but she's eating a lot it's kind of funny. she's eating a lot and that's funny anyway amy uh, uh, it's like i'll go ask the guidance counselor who's yeah i, I had written unnamed. down o'malley but no i shouldn't have written down o'malley <laughs> the counselor for a note so i can cuz you know god forbid we wait till the end of school i guess and also, yeah. the guidance counselor is who you go to if you need to leave school early. Once again, very normal school. I um, don't... I don't know. It's the is guidance counselor! To... Who... I don't... <clears throat> is it the guidance counselor, or is it just the counselor? It's... Miss O'Malley is literally the guidance counselor for school. She's supposed to, like, tell them about what colleges to go to. Maybe she's also there the counselor. A... She's she's just the staff member. That's all she is. She's, <laughs> she really is. She's the well, principal. Actually, no, we well, saw no. last no. we saw last season toward the end that there's actually a whole lot of staff members. No, but they're we'll just around to judge kid marriages. <laughs> yeah, that's their job. Um, um. Anyway, Ricky doesn't want Amy to talk to Amy or to Adrian about. I really wish their names weren't Amy and Adrian. It's very hard. <laughs> yeah. Easy to mix up. He doesn't want them to talk about Amy and Ricky's relationship, which seems. I don't know. Yeah, it's I. I don't know. See, I, Ricky I get... is like having kind of a normal one, but also sometimes he comes across as very jealous for some reason. In this yeah, episode. well, we, we get a little bit more insight into what he's thinking in the therapy scene uh, later. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I will say I I definitely have my issues with Ricky this episode. Yeah. Uh. He uh, good Ricky. Ben if I promise. Gets pissed off and he's like, Ricky, you need to get over yourself. Adrian doesn't care about you anymore, and it's like, yeah. Yeah, Ricky, why would you say that right in front of Ben, you fucking idiot? Um, uh, so Ben, Ben like, turns to leave, and Ricky says, let's talk. And then Ben says he doesn't want to talk. He's done. He's sick of talking. And then they start fighting. Just kidding. Yeah, fight, uh, yeah. <laughs> tell me, tell me, tell me. Yeah, Ricky's like, tell me how you feel, Ben. Tell me, tell me, tell me. And he jumps on him and makes some sort of face, and it kills him. <laughs> look at this. Takes, look unto he takes me. Off his, his Cyclops sunglasses and starts shooting a red blast of sensitivity at him. Ben, when Ricky makes level ten thousand sensitive face, anyone who sees it turns to stone. No, Goku, you can't. Excuse me. That was a Ko Ken joke. Uh, yeah. Ricky, so Ricky, so Ricky ben, says that's Ricky when ben, takes off his sunglasses uh, and he says, "Oh my, what motion And then Ben yeah, so that's down. references for us this episode. There's some anime jokes and for you. Ben Ben says uh, a, a sad thing about the baby, and yeah. then Ricky Thanks, says, ben. "I'm sorry, Ben. That sucks." And sometimes that's all you can say. Yeah. Um. Anyway, it's Camille. Hey, she's always oh, been great. here. I care. Hey. This show is writing hey! itself because basically, oh, I will say one thing. Leo is like, I'm oh, sorry I'm late. I was meeting with the new inspector. Definitely this a guy, cop. This guy tweets and he thinks that I should tweet too. 
It's a cop. Gre- he's it's greasing a- palms. Yeah, Leo. <laughs> what kind of things does Don Leo tweet about? Well, nothing. Just whacked another guy and put him in the sausage. This one <laughs> should taste very delicious today. He, um, well, he doesn't tweet about anything because he's like, this 12-year-old yeah. inspector, blah, blah, blah. And Camille's like, you definitely shouldn't tweet. And anyway, thank you, Camille, for keeping Leo thanks, offline. Camille. Is there anything we need to really say about this scene besides Camille quits and Leo says that she's fired before she can find another job? Yeah, well, he doesn't. Thanks, Leo. Yeah, I guess that is what he does, huh? Thanks, Leo. Uh, yeah, she, she says that she's looking for another job and, she uh, needs a change. oh, God, the drama, not Camille. Not How Camille. Camille. We lost, we lost so much last season. Don't take away Camille, who's Don't always been here. Don't take away Camille, here. his secretary. Ashley and Camille, basically the same amount He, of he basically starts throwing a baby piss fit. Uh, he really does like, start peeing and pooping everywhere in his diaper. He's like, he's like, uh, oh, you can't blah, blah, blah. Like, what do you, what do you want to raise? He a says promotion? like, he says uh, like, she's like, I just, I just need to make a change in my life. But the, the very, very blatant subtext is, because I love you. Because I feel they show it in the previously on too. I I love you, Leo. Uh, yeah, she also I, who says, "Who could care about this drama? We barely know her. She's been there the whole time." Sam, what are you talking they, about? They keep they keep mentioning they they keep throwing in the detail of like you've been my secretary for twenty twenty five years. years. They just need to they need to be like no trust us. This matters. Also, Camille's like Betty's finally home. She can take care of you. Oh yeah, Betty's back. And then anyway, Leo. What's funny is that Leo's like. After all we've been through in the past few months, and he's like, wait a minute, wait, 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 looks at the script. I mean, 25 years, that's right. You've been here the whole time. <laughs> all we've been through since you since you first appeared on the show. I mean, since 20, you've always been here. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he yeah, tells Leo's her like, that, you know the policy here. If yeah. you're looking for a new job, you're doing it from home. You don't get to work here and try to work somewhere else at the same time. What get a out. prick. What a what fucking douchebag fired with no severance for wanting a new job because she loves him. So he tells her to leave and then yeah. he goes into his office and fucking slams the door like a big pouty wait, baby. Wait, what if he's upset that he's leaving because maybe he loves her too? Oh, so nitpick time. Hey, what's what's your nitpick today? Is it the TV? We, it's the TV. We see. How Adrian's... do you feel about neck strain, Sam? I love neck strain. So actually, this isn't a nitpick. I like to see this. <laughs> it's good to we see. We see Adrian sitting on her couch watching TV, but the TV, presumably just for like like shot framing purposes, because they're filming a show. But it honestly would have been so easy to, to just put the furniture in a different spot on the or set. just like film it in the, a different the angle TV and make is you be perpendicular like... to the couch, and she's just like. Twisting her head. Like 90 degrees to the right at the fucking TV. It's like they could have just filmed directly at her face and been like she the the camera is the tv or she could be lying down on the couch and looking at the facing TV. the tv because she's super depressed and that would make sense for her to be laying like, I'm down sorry i'm sorry the point of a tv is to look at it if the tv no. is not in front of you when you're wrong. sitting on the couch in the room with the tv then you put the tv or the couch in the wrong place wrong the point of the tv is to rot our brains banksy yeah. said that i'm <gasps> on a podcast with banksy I'm Banksy the whole time. I'm Banksy? You must be Banksy because you made that observation. I can't believe you've been Banksy all along. Amy shows up and she's like, hey, can I come in? And Adrian's glaring at her. Uh, and that, I don't, hmm, I don't, I, I don't agree with that response. No. Not in terms of I think that Adrian is wrong. I think that the writers just don't know what the normal human response would be. I think the situation. writers are wrong, yes. Uh, 
that's the thing is there's so many moments where I'm like, I don't, I don't think that Adrian is being bad right now. I think the writers just wrote the wrong thing here. Oh, here's like, a fun. It would make it, sense for Adrian to be like a little irritated or like, oh, Amy, but like this cold, dead glare at her friend trying to comfort who, her. Who, her friend who she's weird. been in contact with, who's been talking to her. Right. Like if she had said like, Amy, I don't want to be around anyone right now. Okay. Like that would be very different. Yeah. But she just um, anyway, glares at her and says nothing. Can I get some insight into my life and how I'm stupid? Uh, you, Amy Jordan? sits. Yeah, me stupid. I'm stupid. Um, Amy like Jordan, sits you down. You need to ask for insight for that. I'm giving you that every time. We every podcast time we together. do this podcast. Anyway, here's an example. Um, Amy sits down and uh, <laughs> facing and, ninety degrees away from the TV. Yeah, she, she's like, she's like, you probably. Uh, she's like, <laughs> she turns you probably ninety don't degrees and food. looks at the TV. <laughs> yeah, she turns her head ninety degrees and walks away. Um, but Amy, Amy's like, oh, here I am. And Adrian's like, you, uh, you probably don't need food. Me, I need food. Lots of it. And then she's like, maybe I'll, maybe I'll have something. We don't need food. Yeah. But Adrian is like, would you like a churro? And I, I, I being a dumb idiot brain was like, oh, a chudo? Is that like this show's version of Cheetos? What are they saying? And then Amy's like, no, I, 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 maybe I'll have a chudo. And then, and then Amy picks up a churro you can and I'm like, see you're holding it. No, cause I didn't you can see, see it. it in and hand. Would you like a che- a chudo? And I was like, is that like cheese, cheese nibs or whatever they're called? And then oh now it's God. a churro. In America, we call them churros, Adrian. You can see her holding it. I wasn't looking. I was looking 90 degrees cause that's what you do when you're watching TV, <laughs> Sam. But that's I forgot how to, to watch TV. That's how I, but, but my laptop was in front of me, so I was just looking at the wall. <laughs> so that's, that's me being very vulnerable about how I'm an idiot. It happens. And I, I appreciate you being honest. I wanted to, um, I, just for laughs. I've never been wrong about anything. No. Amy never. is, uh, trying her best to just like talk to Adrian about whatever. And this I, is, I actually, this was like a, uh, cause like Amy tells Adrian that like Ricky's moving in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and b- b- before that happens though. Oh yeah, because they talk about the it counselor. It starts with Amy again, just being way. like, "Oh yeah, school, blah blah blah." The, oh, your whatever. friends are miss. Like, your friends miss you. She's just like trying to have a regular conversation, and Adrian Thanks, is Amy. like super not receptive to it because she wants to be alone, and that makes sense. And I think that's, that's fine. An, an understandable response, <laughs> but I think this is good that it's just sort of like she's not gonna accept being around people immediately but you're starting no. with someone that she's friends with you're starting with a conversation that she's not going to be into it but no you can tell but you're that not she's... talking about her suffering right you can tell that she's she's not like gonna kick amy out she's no. like she she's accepting the moment which yeah. is good to see it's good also i think i think uh acting in this episode pretty good it is. It's pretty good. Frontier Rice is a good actress, and so is she. Uh, is. And we all know Shailene Woodley is a great actress. So, not to say uh, Amy, Amy's. Yeah. Uh, she's like trying to talk about school or whatever, but Adrian is like, "Let's change the subject. Let's talk about Ricky. It won't bother me if you talk about Ricky." Yeah, basically, she she gets the sense. She's like, "I can tell that something's going on with you and Ricky. You seem like you're in a good mood, and I I get the sense that you're keeping something from me, so you can just say whatever it is." Yeah, Amy explains that she's moving in. Oh, but, but uh, Adrian does a quick little interjection of, uh, she says, uh, it's fine if you talk about Ricky because I love Ben and Ben loves me. We're a happy family <laughs> with a great big hug and a kiss from me to you. Don't you Can't love you see I'm feeling too? blue? Uh, she says, Ben is sticking with me through all of this and he doesn't have to do that. And I hate to play devil's advocate. I hate to play devil's advocate here, but actually I love to. Uh, 
This is exactly Ben's shit. Yeah, Ben is only Ben this is, only likes. This is the only page from the Ben Boykovich playbook is standing by a woman who's going through trauma at the expense of his own well being. <laughs> it really is the only thing he can do in his life. Like when yeah. anything's going good for the woman he's with, he hates it. When Amy like went to that music program, he was miserable about it. When when uh, when Adrian was like accepting that she's gonna have a baby and excited about it, he's like, I don't want to get married to her. I hate it. I hate it. But, so he did it. So he did it because he wanted to suffer. And then, you know, now that she's miserable, he's, he's having the time of his life. Yeah, um, she says, uh, he's a great good guy. Thing that's that come out of losing mercy, which we now know. Hey, thanks, Adrian. Thanks, Brenda. Uh, I mean, not Adrian's fault. It's Brenda's fault. Yeah, is that I know that I can count on Ben for the rest of my life. And I wonder how many episodes it is until they get divorced. Nope! Um, what? Adrian says, like, if we're going to be friends... We need to be honest. How are things really with Ricky? And Amy's just like, oh, I don't know if sex changed anything. Um, but for the first time in my life, I'm really happy being she with says Ricky. She's the happiest she's ever she's been. She's ever it, been. It, it's that's good. Really Thanks, nice. Amy. And she loves staying in Ricky's apartment and she's moving in. And then Ricky's like, now? Ricky's not here. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Adrian's like, now? You're moving in now? Why now? And then Amy just says, well, it's because I want to. And then Adrian just kind of like swallows her pride or whatever. And she's like, good for you. Now this conversation feels real. It's not like you're tiptoeing around my feelings or anything. And then she yeah. gets her, she her and judo. that's a little blunt from the writers for Adrian to just straight up be like, yeah. everyone's tiptoeing around you my feelings. You solved my puzzle of feelings! <laughs> right, exactly. But I, 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 I do give this scene my cool teen moment. Yeah, it was a good... Uh, yeah, no, I'm going to give my cool teen moment to Ashley leaving for the time being. Sorry. <laughs> A cool teen moment. Ashley is not on the show because for a while. deeply in my heart, I think she's never coming back. I, I, I will revoke before, this cool teen moment retroactively if she ever comes back, and I will give I, it to. This I have year. said before. Uh, yeah, I I do know whether Ashley returns after this episode, and I. It'll not be going more to fun to wonder if she ever comes back as they forget about her gradually. So let's just hope that <laughs> yeah, happens. I, anyway, I'm not confirming or denying. I'm just saying. Speaking I know of people who were forgotten but now are back, it's Ken Fields, and can you believe it? He's in a new office. I checked. <laughs> I can believe it. What is, is, do you think, this? is that? Just like a production thing? Like it's it's hard no. To... What is? I've never heard like they reuse sets as much as they possibly can, right? Because well, it's no, no, cheap. No, no, no. Here's here's what I mean by that. Here's what I mean by that. I don't know how it works to get a set. So if you have a character in a, I a guess location that's true, that you like, don't use very often, like later we see a scene in in the thrift store where Rachel works. Like you're not yeah. gonna you're not gonna like save that set, right? You might you might. So do you think I, that I don't know how like, it works? Do you just go like I'm gonna we're gonna get this set for this? I episode? bet like there's there whatever studio they're filming on. There's like if any show has therapy in it, we bring Ken Fields back, so we'd have to build it a, a set, and then we just <laughs> right, be like. Ken- Regardless of how that actually works, Ken has clearly been on the show enough times that you should just hang on to that. Hang set, on to that. Yes. Or just like some therapists have, you know, their therapy sessions in their house or something. Or yeah. they come to you. They could have Ken do it in Ricky's apartment or something. It's just it, it makes it so much weirder that he's just like, hey, Ricky, thanks for coming out to my new office. It is also possible that we're wrong and it's the same every time and we just forget. It's not. It's not. It's not. I, I, I also know think it's that it's not. not. But anyway. Uh, anyway. Remember what I thought this Ken is where Fields fucking offered Ken does his wife. The same thing Ashley did. He's like, Ricky, tell me the truth. Are you just moving in with Amy because you're trying to keep yourself from doing something stupid with Adrian or another woman? 
He has, yeah, he's, Ricky says he doesn't want to have sex with Adrian, but he can't help but feel... Yeah, that's what's great, is that Ken offers this brain genius theory, and Ricky's just like, no! No! (laughs) He's like, I can't, I I don't want to have sex with her, I just feel bad for her, and that's dangerous, because, I don't know, it could lead to something bad happening between us. Which I think, getting that insight, I think that makes sense. He's just saying, I don't, I don't trust myself. Yeah. I, I... Let's we forget. I want things to work out with Amy. In the real I, world, Ricky Ricky has issues that were never really resolved or worked through, and all of a sudden, two two months later, he's presumably learned how to have a healthy relationship. So it makes sense that Ricky may be worried about going back to his old ways because he never really worked through them on the show, anyways. Yeah, he's just worried that he's gonna fuck up, and he's gonna fuck up, and I think that's totally reasonable. Fine. Uh, so he that's that's when <laughs> this is what's great though, is that he explains that. Uh, and Ken is like, oh, Ricky, you're, you're not going to do anything stupid. And he goes, yeah, I, I hope not. And Ken goes, you hope not? Hope? And he's he's doing this thing where he's like, Ricky, you got this. Like, you are, you've made a lot of progress. You can believe in yourself. Which is a hell of a thing to say when he just accused yeah, when you him literally of moving just in with Amy did for, it. quote, quote, anti-cheat insurance. <laughs> he also like, is do you like, believe in this guy or not? Love changes people, Ricky. Having a monogamous relationship may always be difficult for you. And then Ricky says... Chicken China. The Chinese chicken. Chinese chicken, chicken, yeah. He says, uh, it all started with a big bang. This is the two songs by Bare Naked Ladies I know. Ricky says, uh, Ben's gonna leave Adrian sooner or later. And that, oh, Ken, you've done done it again. Because Ken's like, I can't share information about other clients. And then Ricky's like... His eyes glow white, and, but it's not sensitive face this time. It's brain genius face, and he says, I think you just did, motherfucker. Like, okay, first of all, first of all, first of all, we know for a fact that that's not how doctors work in this universe. No, they can do whatever the fuck they want. Uh, second of all, I, I, don't, I don't think you need to, <laughs> to get information from their therapist to know that, that Ben may be... That, the relation, the, the marriage between who got married to because they were having a baby and then didn't have the baby that maybe their relationship. This is, is not a love built out. to last, Sam. Did you see how beautiful their Solid wedding was? As a rock, it it and uh, and remember it was playing. It was playing. <laughs> were you trying to decide if you should react to the fact that I was just making an arrest development? Yes, yeah. and remember, remember it was like. uh whatever the song is yeah and i see your face when that song plays you know it's real when bruno comes out bruno sang at their wedding sam it was a love built to last <laughs> give them some credit please yeah. give bruno um, credit yeah so now this is this is where we get the rare not only not only are we at a new set of the thrift store where rachel works this is a very rare solo kathleen scene this is inter i was so confused when kathleen anyway was don't like, do this kathleen don't do this yeah what kathleen shows up to accuse Why? this this poor person of trying to rob her why son are you blind. at your son's girlfriend's job where she's working actively well, sam, on the she's, clock she's on welfare her. sam you can't oh, trust right. a woman on welfare oh, just right. like a woman on the verge this is a oh, woman right. on the verge of financial ruin um yep so, so anyway that's this, funny Rachel is like, Rachel's like, can we not, can you not speak to me right now? I don't want to talk to you. You're being yeah, I'm at horrible work, to me. And I don't feel like being interrogated about being a welfare queen by my boyfriend's at mom. At my job. While I'm working. And then, and then, uh, she says she'd rather do anything than talk to Kathleen. And then she says, I can deal with the truth, but I can't deal with not knowing the truth. <laughs> she, 
There's also a very important line here that's really wild, which is uh, Kathleen is like, hey, Rachel, do you want to I-, I can see that you're working right now that you're like folding. Do you want to have lunch thrift store to establish Look, that? You're I working. know that you have no money, but can you please c- get off work early and let's go grab a pizza with Mark Melina and Leah? <laughs> Do you want to do you want to go get lunch? And Rachel says, I don't like to have disagreements over food because food is a luxury. Wow. Ooh. Ooh. Like, I didn't I didn't catch that line. Ooh. Two issues with that. Number one, I've never been in poverty. Uh huh. Like you and I are privileged as fuck. But I don't think that poor people talk about food being a luxury. I don't think that. Yeah. I mean, hey, if we're wrong about this sorry um but i mean that's the thing though is food's not a luxury it's a human right and it's a failing of the government that it's yeah not it's a failing of such. the government and it's a failing of al gore uh that that she's not eating right now anyway <laughs> um that's when i love this line about tom because i love tom when kathleen says i want to know why you got involved with a man with limitations and then rachel says Tom may be a man with limitations but his heart doesn't have limitations yes it does it his heart his heart is filled with so much hate and His rage. heart is the most limited thing about him. It's 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 black as coal. That boy. Like, nothing against nothing against people with Down syndrome, but I am against. No, people. just Tom is a horrible. Tom is person. a very bad person. He has a very he's very wealthy now for some reason. He has a high paying job, and he's just mean and evil to everyone. Yeah. Why? Uh, Rachel then begins to go into gratuitous gratuitous detail about her 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 domestic abuse and i don't really want to talk about it we're not like i didn't write down anything she said because obviously we're not going to go into that detail but she says like why would she go into it to her boyfriend's mom in the middle of the store she works anyway she says that tom is the first person who made her comfortable and made her kids laugh Um, yeah and uh she says uh we can see that he has down syndrome but we see so much more than that and that's wild because I've seen Tom for three full seasons. I don't see now. the down syndrome. I just see the mean, the bully like, of Tom. He, here, here are his character traits. I'm going to give you all of them, okay? He's horribly mean to his Hor- family and to his friends and to strangers. He's horny. Unless they're women that he wants to fuck. Yes. And sometimes and then he's, also when they are because yeah, he's Yeah, and then he's Tammy mean to them horribly. if they don't want to fuck either. And he doesn't take no for an answer, like when he proposed to Adrian. Yeah, that when he tried time. to guilt her into having fun. And then he danced with, with her as she was sobbing because she was so sad that her dad wouldn't let her get an abortion and said that he would leave the family if she did. Yeah, Tom is a really, really mean person just like, through and like, through. Those qualities are bad no matter who you are. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he's a very nice guy and he loves Grace, he who loves. is in Africa, and she says, Oh, hi, Grace. Yeah, I'm just here with <laughs> Rachel, <laughs> Tom's girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, it's like we that. We're just the, uh, <laughs> discussing. Her moving into the guest house, and then Rachel makes whoa face because wow, that's wow. Yeah, when Gra- when Grace is talking, it's doing like the sped up TV dialogue, so they didn't have to pay. Uh, <laughs> it's they didn't have to pay. Uh, it's silent; you can't hear anyone. Now. There's no What's shot of Megan Grace. Park. You just it's... hear you just hear like you just hear Brenda going like rhubarb, 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 rhubarb. <laughs> yeah, Kathleen is on the phone. She's like, "Yeah, hi, Grace. I'm just here with Rachel." And then the phone starts ringing in her hand. <laughs> Uh, we go back fo- to school. Uh, Amy's yeah, we're back. School. Oh we, yeah, this, uh, ben this is was checking great. in with Amy about how everything went. Yeah, hey, Amy says it's fine. I we talked. I don't know if I helped her or anything, but we talked and we had a nice conversation. And you did help Amy. Yeah. Hey. Uh, 
then Ben is like asks if she's okay, or she asks if Adrian's okay, and she's like, "Is the place a mess? I I cleaned it up, but she made such a mess." And then Amy's like, "It it doesn't matter if it's a mess. She's she's grieving right now." And then Ben's like, "It's I, I he's like I'm miserable, and she's not taking care of things herself, and it's kind of a mess." And then he says, "I love her, and I I know I said to you before that I didn't want to get married, but I wish I could take that back because I feel like that's the reason this all said that this all yeah, happened." Yeah, he he feels very very guilty for saying that he didn't want to be a husband or a father because he feels like that was a betrayal and he feels like because he said that and showed that weakness that that's why this happened and i i feel really bad for ben that it's it is really really horrible and sad and i'm glad that and i do need to as always say God, I wish they hadn't done this. They really, really should have They really have done fucked this. up by doing this, right? <laughs> but the fact that they did this is what happened. It's good. And Sam I think says. that it's it is the absolute correct choice to show that Ben is also grieving. Because yes. throughout this episode he's been like pretty much keeping it together for the most part. And But he is sad. You can tell it no matter what he's saying. Right, right. And it's like, it's, like it is good that, that they that they show that he is also grieving. God, could you imagine if they had like this was when Ben was like reorganizing his sock drawer and he's like, See you later, boys and he closes the sock drawer. Ugh. <laughs> Remember that? I forgot about see you later, boys. Uh Amy reassures him that he didn't do anything wrong. He was he was feeling scared in the moment and it that's totally reasonable because she, like yeah. having a kid and getting married in high school is scary. And then he replies, Not as scary as and I'm not gonna say this nope. because it's Thanks, Brenda. And then Amy Amy hears the horrible gratuitous details and she gives Ben a hug and you better believe Ricky saw it. But every single hallway extra is staring at them. Oh yeah, they all look for once in their in their life once in a lifetime. Everyone's just like, we gotta pay attention to the main characters for some reason. Uh and yeah, so Ben is hugging Amy and then he goes, Wait a minute, this is not my beautiful wife. Yes. Uh, the they're all staring thing. at them and uh for the record ricky's not being weird about them hugging he's just no. concerned for ben yeah and then but he does is, like but, defensively like, that's nice it, to see like he's not he's not like get away no from but he my also woman. does like he does like defensively put his arm around amy but i think it's like being defensive of her like can you stop looking at at us we're having we're right going he's being defensive of her from the staring yeah not from ben it's normal or like yeah good and you can anyway. tell he's, he is concerned for Ben, both in terms of he's going through shit and now everyone's staring at him. Anyway, uh, and this is what ben, Amy... Ben leaves and the extras continue staring at Amy and Ricky. Amy asks what, what they should do. And this this is, I think, this is like, I mean, knowing the show, this will not mean anything. Do you think this means anything? <laughs> but this is when Ricky says, we should get used to it. Everyone's going to be watching every move the four of us make. I have a and feeling that all of America is yeah. is on the edge all, of their seats. All 200 million, 100 million, 2 million, 1 million. Ah, oh, canceled. Ah, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, anyway. God. Leo like, is just none of these none of these people have lives of their own. It must no. suck being an extra. It really sucks. You can't talk. Like Ricky leaves and they're all just they're all just still staring at them and this this I don't know if you caught it. There's one extra who looks like he's going to kill Ricky. <laughs> Look, the thing is, I feel bad he's, for these he's people. He's doing face down eyes up. He's doing face down eyes up. He's doing he's doing chin down eyes up oh at Ricky. Oh my god, that's the cool new way to look. I've heard. Yeah. Sorry, um, I, I kind of mixed it up with face down, ass up, which is the way we like to fuck. <laughs> um. Anyway, it's I a mean, song. I don't know if you got that. Yeah, reference. I know. I know. That that's just uh, making sure. That's a no. It's Ben's favorite catchphrase. Um. But <laughs> chin down, eyes up, being an extra sure must suck. <laughs> that's a good episode title. No, um. Not. Anyway, 
Yeah, the, the thing is, like, when you're an extra, it sucks because the only way to really get noticed is, like, if two idiots make a podcast and they just keep watching the episodes over and over again. <laughs> or, or if you, or if you manage to be, like, that, that fucking guy who gets promoted to series recurring character Jesse. Or, or series regular Joe. Who? Who? We'll talk about you later, Joe. Very soon. See you later, boy. End. Um, Leo is at home and he's drinking wine because, because he's sad and ben wants to drink wine too but leo doesn't believe in underage drinking yeah and uh ben's like uh i i just don't want to go home you know and leo's like well you gotta go home and i gotta go upstairs and ben says do you not want to be around betty because betty's back and leo says I don't <laughs> betty's back in- but they couldn't afford jennifer coolidge Le- probably leo says yeah. i don't believe in discussing my wife with my son which here's the thing I think that that is a totally reasonable place to have boundaries mm-hmm. because she's his stepmom. And also it's like his marriage. Yeah. It's his and marriage. she's off and, camera. Yeah. And she's off camera. Um, and he lives in his own house, Ben does. Right. Um, oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry. They don't live together. But she is a stepmom. And yeah. I think it's totally reasonable to, with your teenage son especially, have that boundary. Not discuss your marital problems. Your the way that he says, I don't believe in discussing my wife with my son is such a weirdly formal and detached way of saying it. That's <laughs> Benjamin, for your 18th birthday, I will give you the gift of a firm handshake, and I will now tell you the name of my wife. Don't it try to make me talk about my affairs. Yeah. My voice. That I have with like many other women. Just now. Hey-oh. Anyway, Ben says they could discuss everything after the past few months, and he's like, he's like, don't This know. is weird, though, what happens yeah. here. Yeah. He's like, I thought after the last few months, we could talk about anything. And Leo's yeah. like, all right, sit down. And then they sit down in silence. And then Leo says, don't say it out loud. So like, what was the, we can talk about anything. Thing? Yeah. And then Ben, Ben says, I don't want to be married. And then Leo says, I don't want to be married neither. And then they both simultaneously take Wait, a drink. You missed a very important part. Oh, of Oh, right, right. Line. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. He says, me either, but we can't do anything about it. The thing about marriages is, is that there's no way to get out of them ever. Unless you're Ruben. Well, or, unless you're Ruben, and also, I think who... Leo doesn't want <laughs> Betty to like get his money. Like, every fucking character on this show has been divorced. Even <laughs> the teenagers. Even the teens are gonna get divorced now. Uh, and then so they ben, simultaneously... Ben looks at Leo like, what? And then Leo shakes his head, and they look sad together, so he We don't believe black. in divorce here. <laughs> We're Catholic. Um, <laughs> like, that's... Okay, Leo... Okay. Ben absolutely does not need to be told right now sorry kid you're stuck with adrian yeah and leo why is leo arguably even less leo of course he doesn't have to why why does he have to stay with betty like getting divorced like it's not a decision you make lightly i don't want that woman to get a cent of my money but like if, if if he feels like he's not in love with betty and this marriage was a mistake of course he doesn't have to stay with her yes he does dude no, he doesn't. Because the script says so. Okay. That's Brendavision. I can't wait for Betty and Leo to get divorced, and then they do the same plot line with George and, and uh, Anne, but with Betty and Leo, where she's like, I've got to take the it back. I found the receipts. I didn't know you bought a sex pogo stick, Leo. <laughs> I didn't know you had this dentist chair. What? Who were you? Who were I always, I you always cleaning, just Leo? do, like, feminine Ben. <laughs> that is kind of what Betty is. Anyway, anyway, that's Brendavision. That's Brendavision, um, baby. Standard question. Who's your favorite and least favorite characters this episode? Favorite character, probably Amy? I would say Amy. Least favorite character, Ashley. Good okay. riddance. Who's I would say favorite? Leo. Ah, Leo. Oh, Leo yeah, Leo did very ridiculous the very tantrum shitty. and fired Camille. 
Yeah, and, but and for the then sake on of variety, of that, he said that to Ben just now. Yeah, for the sake of variety, I'm not changing my mind. That, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, Ruben was my runner-up, but I think that <sighs> the way he talked to Adrian was good. So come I... on, cheer up, Adrian. We're just at your baby's grave. <laughs> the fact that he didn't do that. <sighs> Thanks, uh, yeah. Ruben, for not insisting. God, um, Ruben. Before we do our questions, we need to talk about Joe because we learned some information about him. Can I just segue in? To, to this with a question oh yeah sure if you have a question you can send it to jurganit.tumblr.com slash ask all right i got i got one and then we'll do jail okay ready here's one from anonymous that says secret teen has a wiki but jurganit should have a wiki of its own not that you guys have the dense thicket of in jokes and other lore that would normally warrant a wiki but i really want to live in a world where circle jerk has a disambiguation page <laughs> i like that i like i like Who's this from uh that's from anonymous thank you anonymous the question the question I, that's on my mind is what what would go on the Jurgenit wiki? I think it would actually be kind of funny to make like our own wiki where each character has their own page where we detail all we, their we would have contradictions. Adrian, disambiguation. Yeah, Adrian, which one? We'd have bitch Adrian. We'd have sad Adrian. We'd have Ashley. We'd have, we'd have who? We'd have good Adrian, aka normal Adrian. Normal Adrian. We'd have like good Ricky and bad Ricky. <laughs> I actually kind of uh, like yeah, this it would, idea. It would say, "Good Ricky is a is a proposed uh, character on the secret we, life." We'd have we'd have a yeah theoretical Good Ricky. We'd have a a character fra- called good Camille Ricky from is Cryptid. Camille from season one to season four. <laughs> anyway, may we move on to <laughs> yeah, the meat? This this article is a stub. Yeah, <laughs> it's called it's called the uh, it's called uh, Thomas. Um. Okay, here we go. Ready? I'm gonna read this in Brain Genius voice. Ava Anonymous here. I have said this in the Discord, but I feel it is significant enough to be read aloud on the podcast. Joe and Marshall are father and son in real life. The secret life lore is fascinating. All right, let's break this shit down. Yes, so Joe is played by Chase and Jason Schneider. <laughs> Sam, is that his real name? No, it's Chase and Joseph say- Schneider, but I couldn't remember you can't, you it before, and I thought it was Chase and Jason, and I just really liked it, and I wanted to be chase his name. Around. Okay, Jason. Marshall is God. Joe it is John Chasen, Sh- by the way. His name is Chasen. Okay. Chase Chasen, Jason. Jason is his name. Joe? Okay. Marshall Jason is Jason, God. by the way, is the sequel to Crossing Jordan. Okay, cool. Marshall is God. We know That's this. a joke for our mom. Okay. Marshall is God. We know Marshall this. Marshall is God. Canonically. He will yes. smite people. Joe Hampton is also the son of Brenda Hampton. Now, yes. if you can put two and two together, and if you recall, what is the signature clothing line? He that always Joe... wears a shirt that says "Judgment." Now, I was thinking on my bike today because, like, obviously, Son of God, Jesus Christ, right? Mm-hmm. But what does Joe do, right? He judges, he gambles, he s- deceives, and he lies. He sells fake IDs. I think Joe might be the Antichrist. I think that uh, it's it's similar to that. What and do you I, think? I think I'd like to build on that, if I may. Okay. Because if we can just go back to the church scene. Okay. <laughs> and I'm so happy that for the first time ever, I'm genuinely saying... I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm here with you. I'm looking at the picture of Jesus. You remember when Jack says, kind of looks like me, doesn't he? Yes. What does Jack do for Joe? He sacrifices oh himself... Oh my god! ...to take Joe's place. Jack sees that <gasps> the Son of God... Is, is not, about to take the fall. Well, he's he's seeing him and he's saying this is not this is not the Christ figure that, that we deserve. That we need that that we deserve yeah. that I'm the that, one we need. I'm that's what he's saying. He's saying I believe that I should be 
the true son of God. That's why he's trying so hard to get with with Grace, with Grace, so that he can wow. marry into being the son of God. Now that's how it works. And he also, can be I'm God about son this. in law. Marshall's first of all, Marshall is God, right? But Marshall kind of sucks. But mm-hmm. also, Brenda is Joe's mom. Brenda's the Mary. And this really, like, Mary, you know, the Virgin Mary, a, a figure of, like, purity and goodness, right? What if Mary was, like, a sleazy TV executive instead? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you think Jesus might have turned out to be a bit of a dick? <laughs> bit of a money grubber? A bit of a jerk? Kind of a, yeah. a rude boy? Well, that's the thing, is that's what Jack sees. He's yes. seeing, I, I, I know that you're, I can see you. I see this guy, he's walking around, he's got this judgment shirt, like, he owns the place... But I see, I see the life he's living. I see the choices he's making. And I don't believe that he can die for our sins. I don't think that he can do that. He wouldn't emerge, he wouldn't emerge three days later. Right. From the and, tomb. And he wouldn't ascend to heaven because he's too rotten on the inside. Marshall right, and screwed that's what, up this that's way. Jack's character as he's saying, I need to be the son of God. I need to be the true Joe. And his and name wor- is basically hey, already Joe anyway. So if you it. go online and look up, the lyrics to They Might Be Giants, Kiss Me, Son of God. It's basically about Joe. Like most They Might Be Giants songs, it's it is about very Secret closely related teenager. to the secret life of the American teenager. I look like Jesus, so they say, but Mr. Jesus is very far away. Now you're the only one here who can tell me if it's true that you love me and I love me. I've built a little empire out of some crazy garbage called the Blood of the Exploited Working Class. Called the Office of Welfare. Counselor Mark Molina. Huh? Welfare. Welfare. Now they, but they've overcome their shyness. Now they're calling me your highness, and the world says, "Kiss me, son of Marshall." Holy One shit! One more thing. Remember when they repeatedly called Marshall your highness? Ah, it was the king. God. Marshall. One more thing. One more thing. One more thing. If Joe is the son of God, I think I know who the Antichrist is. Ready, Tom? No, maybe, but also it could be oh, Sam Donald Rumsfeld oh, got me this pen. Oh shit, I forgot about Sam. Sam Donald Rumsfeld got me this pen, might be the Antichrist. Well, the Antichrist is a very misconstrued concept. It's not it's not a person. Okay. I don't know I'm much sorry, about I'm theology. sorry to be getting genuinely <laughs> The Antichrist is more of a concept like a uh anyone who is Well isn't can, isn't like isn't like in the actual like historical interpretation of of the Bible wasn't the Antichrist a uh, uh like a uh allegory for Emperor Nero or something? Oh, I I don't know about that. I my understanding is the Antichrist is just referring to like the anti-Christian. Anyway, we're and going wait, so off wait, topic here. The wait, point is wait, his name is wait. Jason Jason Schneider. Emperor Nero famously forced people to listen to his music. Who Just is like the we one... force people to listen to our podcast. Who's the one? Mm, but who's the one person who makes and he played the his instrument poorly? He played his like fiddle or whatever very poorly. Who sucks at their instrument? Amy. Amy is the Antichrist. Well, we already knew that. We already knew that. We've we've seen how fucking old John is. That's not right. <laughs> yeah, that's what the Antichrist famously gives birth to a boy who ages fast. Yeah. Thank you. Do you want to do one more question or you want to end it here? Uh, let's do one more. All right, here's one. That, this is a great one. This is a really question, but this is from Anonymous. It says, I take issue with your introduction to the rep- retrospective episode. I was going to let you off the hook for this because you are the only active secret teen podcast, but you had to bring up a defunct show at, at the end. Have you really forgotten Counselor Molina's office, The Secret Life of the American Teenager podcat, which I'm assuming is a typo? 
True, no record of it remains beyond a logo posted to DeviantArt, and even that post attests to only a single recorded episode, but I know you guys saw it in Discord, so you have no excuse. What do you have to say Wait, about that, I, Sam? I don't remember seeing that. That's all I can say is I don't remember that. <laughs> if we don't remember it, we legally win. We're the only one. Hey, it's not a lie if I'm just forgetting <laughs> it's something. It's not a lie if I covered my ears. Um, That's gonna I guess do. all I have to say to that is completely off topic. Uh, I just want to apologize for when I said that the character from Dexter's name is Jeremy. Jeremy Irons. Irons? I Jeremy was like, Irons. I was like, isn't that an actor? I was gonna say Allow that, me but to I was explain. Like... Allow me to explain. I listen very frequently to the We Hate Movies episode about Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice, <laughs> where they talk at length about Jeremy Irons, and I just had Jeremy Irons on the brain. I know that the character's name is Jeremy Downs. I just said the wrong name like a fucking idiot. That's so embarrassed. I said it like three times. You kept saying it when I was listening back to it. I'm like, I swear to God, I swear I to God, so Jeremy Irons times. is an actor. I would not stop calling him Jeremy isn't he, Irons. I was like, isn't he in like Die Hard or something? oh my god it's i was so like i hope you're embarrassed oh my god let me see he is in die hard he's in die hard 3 i think die hard with a vengeance oh cool my god anyway that's gonna do it for us this week long one uh, you can find us on social media at twitter.com slash jurgenit jurgenit.tumblr.com twitter.com slash posi stresses me twitter.com slash bradipus rexes jordan you can join our discord server on discord the link is on any of our episode posts. You can subscribe to us on patreon.com slash jurgenit. One dollar gets you access to any of our bonus content, a mildly special role in our Discord. Uh, I said that backwards. Our bonus content, if I if I may explain what that is, is all of our all of our old stuff, which is our readings of the secret diary of Ashley Jurgens, our episode commentaries, our fanfiction readings, our very brief botnik script reading series, uh, and as of now and until further notice, the one thing that we will be doing is the Circle Jerg, in which we watch the Just Say Me episode once a week and discuss it. We have two episodes under our belt now, and I think it's good. I like it. I like it. I'm really looking forward to how much I'm presumably going to get sick of this episode. <laughs> I already felt the cracks forming as I watched it the second time, and I can't wait to see how far we can push this. Yeah, uh, just like they were doing with their fingers in the episode. For $5, if you think that we deserve $5 after I said that, you can get a pretty special role in our Discord, and we will give you a shout-out in the podcast. For $10, you get a very special role in our Discord that lets you listen to the episodes while you record them, gets you a shout-out in the podcast, and you can make me or Jordan say anything you want in Ben voice, ASMR optional. We don't have anything. Nope. So, sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Thank you so, so very much to our $10 and $5 subscribers. Stephanie B., Valerie W., Destry Hawk, H. Cape, Stephanie Ruff, The Smoking Dad, Melanie Bevan, PR the Disaster, and Alexander Grass Dragon Corbett. Thank you all very, very much. You guys are the reason I get out of bed. No, no, no other reason. If you stopped donating, I'd be in bed all day. Yeah. Um... You can find all of our episodes at secretlifepod.com, which, speaking of which, thank you to where they're hosted at the podcast network that we are on, which is called noisespace.xyz. I have to say Z because Matt's Canadian. 
who is the guy who makes if, the thing of it. If we said to see, he'd yell his his very bad Pokemon opinions at us. Just kidding, yeah. they're good Pokemon. Which is that it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's, which is that Pokemon's good. See the which new one. Isn't. New game. Hey, uh, they just Grookey. revealed the new Pokemon, and I don't like any of them. <laughs> I, I, I like Grookey. Grookey's my friend, and I will fucking I'm flipping kill off my microphone right now. Oh, I'm flipping off my microphone at you. What? Hey. <laughs> um, uh... Where you, uh, at noisepace.x, I said you can find all kinds of great podcasts, such as The Island Shuffle, My Podcabbages, Stuck in the Middle with You, uh, The Stick, Tuning there's Fork. There's a rumor. Hey, there's a rumor that there's going to be another episode of The Stick with me in it coming soon. Did that not already happen? No, another one. Oh, okay. It might be on some I was like, I could have sworn you were on, like, episode two. It might be on some games, perhaps. Ooh, Vitelectrics? Yes, some Vitelectrics. Pigs on Head? I, I may be talking about finding an egg, perhaps. Pigs on Head is a fucking good game. I love Pigs on Head. And I also <laughs> anyway. love Thy Dungeon Man. Continue. Yeah, uh, well, that's it. Oh. Well, thanks for tuning in. And as always, thanks, Brenda. Thanks, Chase and Jason. Thanks, Chase and Jason, our lord and savior. And thank you, Chase Brenda. Chase and Jason, what's your... Chase Bye. and Jason, Chase and Jason, blow them up and have a pillow fight. Jesus Christ. <sighs> Blow him up, put your hand inside, just like Well, Jesse don't do that. Get ready to have unless you're the in the time Jesse of your episode. life. What? Unless you're in the Jesse Me. Yeah, Jesse Me episode. Me. I already said that. Yeah. Thanks, Brenda. Thanks, Brenda. <laughs> Thanks, Brenda. Brenda Vision. American Teenager Radio.